The earnings threshold regulating provisions of the Basic Conditions of Employment Act has been increased. How does this affect employment? This is Stuff Employers Should Know. Welcome to Stuff Employers Should Know, proudly brought to you by LabourNet, management's ultimate HR solution. There is Yasser, yes like it is, smile with his finger on the pulse of keeping my voice sounding less raspy than usual. I'm Barry Gordon-Davis. Uh, the earnings threshold determined by the Minister of Employment and Labour in accordance with the Basic Conditions of Employment Act has been increased to, listen carefully now, <laughs> 224,080 rand and 48 cents, which is per annum. And that equates to 18,673 rand and 37 cents per month. This is an increase of about 12,000 rand from the previous uh, um, threshold. And it has been effective from the 1st of March 2022. Okay, Barry. So what is the big deal about this threshold and how does it affect the employment relationship? So in terms of the Basic Conditions of Employment Act, employees who earn below the earnings threshold are subject to protection under the provision which then regulates, amongst other things, um, working hours, overtime, averaging of hours and the like. So therefore, employees um, who earn above the threshold are thus excluded from most sections of Chapter 2 of the Basic Conditions of Employment Act, specifically uh, hours of work, overtime, uh, regulation of compressed working weeks, averaging hours, meal intervals, rest periods, Sunday work, night work, and public holidays. So basically that means employees earning above the threshold don't have those basic conditions applicable to them. Yes. So the employee has no maximum hours per week, uh, is not entitled to overtime, meal intervals, daily or weekly rest periods, is not paid for Sunday work, night shift allowances, and does not receive additional pay for working on public holidays, which fall on a day which they would ordinarily work. Um, does that mean I need to cancel my master delivery order and I'm not allowed to have lunch? <laughs> well, obviously that gives away your, your earnings threshold there, yes, sir, but it's not all doom and gloom. Basically what it means is, is that these provisions are re- which are regulated for those below are then bound by the maximum and minimums of the Basic Conditions of Employment Act. But these provisions, where they have no boundaries for those above the threshold, are then regulated through agreement through a contract of employment. So the employer and the employee will then go and agree to these specific regulations, um, uh, which are then obviously not bound by uh, the provisions of the BCA. Okay, that makes sense to me. So like you said, it's up to the employment agreement entered into. Quite correct. Uh, In addition to specific sections of Chapter 2, the earnings threshold also affects other areas in terms of the Basic Conditions of Employment Act, specifically daily wage amounts, um, i.e. when an employee would then have to receive the daily amount rather than the hourly amount. Uh, Section 73A claims, which is a claim uh, by an employee against an employer for failing to pay any amount included in the BCEA. And what that basically means is, is that a employee who earns below the threshold has an entitlement to refer a dispute to the CCMA who would then have jurisdiction over such a claim. Also, uh, employees that are below the threshold, when we are looking at the presumption test in determining whether somebody is an employee, are bound by the presumption test in terms of Section 83A, i.e. explaining Um, the test that is used uh, in order to determine 
or presume whether an employee is employed. If an employee earns above the earnings threshold, that presumption test is not applicable to them. And is there anywhere else that the threshold applies other than the BCEA? Yes, so the Employment Equity Act also speaks to the earnings threshold, uh, specifically in Section 10, where any disputes with regards to unfair discrimination, those that are earning below the threshold, those disputes are then arbitrated by the CCMA and employees who refer a dispute for discrimination that are earning above the threshold they have jurisdiction to refer such a dispute to the Labour Court. Okay, you've mentioned the BCEA and now the Employment Equity Act. Are there any other acts that are affected? Yeah, so the Labour Relations Act also speaks to the earnings threshold. Uh, Probably the most relevant aspect of it is the protection to employees that are engaged in atypical forms of employment specifically your fixed-term contracts or part-time contracts of employment um, or employees that are providing uh, labor to clients, i.e. labor broking. So employees that earn below the earnings threshold that are placed on contracts of employment that are for more than three months, as the earnings threshold then affects the, the scenario where there's a deeming provision of permanent employment. Specifically, sections 198A to D, if you are earning above the threshold, those don't apply to you and you then wouldn't be able to then use the deeming provision to determine uh, permanent or indefinite employment. So it's only applicable to those that earn below this threshold. And Barry, with regards to the earnings threshold itself, what gets taken into account when referring to employees' earnings? Yeah, so for the purposes of determining whether an employee earns below the earnings threshold, earnings by definition, means the employee's regular annual remuneration before any deduction of income tax, benefit scheme contributions, or similar payments, but it excludes payments of allowances such as transportation, uh, tools, food, and payments in kind. Okay, Barry, so uh, this earnings threshold affects pretty much all aspects of the employment relationship. Yes, it is a very important aspect for employers to note, specifically for employers that have many of their employees that are earning below the threshold because this increase might then actually place even more of their employees in or below that threshold and then all these provisions will then apply for them. Uh, If you have any questions on that or anything that we've discussed in today's podcast, as usual, get in touch on social media or drop us an email at sesk at labornet.com and we will then discuss those topics hopefully in the next podcast. But from myself, BGD, and yes, until next week, cheers. Stuff Employers Should Know was proudly brought to you by Labornet, management's ultimate HR solution. For more episodes from Stuff Employers Should Know, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you play your favorite shows. Case law or statutes referenced in the podcast are current at the time of recording.